0: Ladies and gentlemen, football is back. We are previewing the first NFL game of the season the Los Angeles Rams against the Buffalo Bills. And with it being the first game of the season, it's a perfect time to talk about who will win each division in the AFC and the NFC. It's another Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Football fans, it is finally here. The season has arrived. So excited to talk about some football. I am one of your co-hosts, Tyler Roland, from the Locked On Titans podcast. Here with my other co-host, Alex Clancy from the Locked On Cardinals podcast. We are going to dive into our preview of the Rams against the Buffalo Bills to start today's show before we get into our division picks in both the AFC and the NFC. Before we get into it, though, I do want to let you know that today's episode of Locked On NFL is presented By Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can get a 100% instant deposit match, up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKED ON. Thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. We're going to be here with you Monday through Friday throughout the entire NFL season. Heck, throughout the entire year, breaking down the biggest news stories. And obviously, there is no bigger story than this game tonight, the NFL kickoff. Alex, I'm going to kick it off over to you. What are you seeing from this game between the Rams and the Bills tonight? How do you think things go?
1: Well, what the national media is telling us is this is a preview of the Super Bowl um, matchup for 2023. Ah, Matthew Stafford wasn't good for like half of last year. That defense is very good. They've lost Andrew Whitworth. Things are kind of in flux with the running back court. Seems like they've got two a one and one a back in Cam Akers and and um and uh Daryl Dale Henderson. Like Cooper Cup is had a fantastic year last year. Okay. Yes. And Allen Robinson is addition. They have Tyler Higby. It should be better for those two in 2020, 2022, with the amount of um respect Cooper Cup's going to get from opposing defenses. I don't know what the Rams are going to be this year. I, I don't I don't. I mean, people are expecting that they're just going to replicate last year. They weren't leading the division for 75% of last year. You know, so it'll be interesting to see with them. with the Bills. People are anointing them the Super Bowl champs already. You know. They're a fun team. They drafted James Cook. They've got the backfield. They've got the offensive line. They've got all the weapons. And they've got Josh Allen, who is already going to be MVP, according to the national media. I want to see him do it again. Like, now, I I just want to say, I I feel like Stephon Diggs will produce all year. I feel like Josh Allen will produce all year. But we'll see what happens when when push comes to shove. In this game tonight, I think the Rams are going to win. Like, I, I think, like, it's 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 week one. It's like the last preseason game for all these teams. Most of the most of the veterans haven't played yet. and I trust the Rams floor
0: on both sides of the ball more than I do the bills in week one. Well, this is actually uh, actually pretty crazy because you're gonna get agreement from me. I'm taking Los Angeles tonight. Yep. I think the Rams come out victorious. There are, are a few things that I'm a little concerned about the Buffalo secondary is a bit banged up with the safeties and obviously Tredavious White's not going to be ready to go. And I think, yeah, while there is some upheaval and some change in Los Angeles, I think a few things remain the same. The passing game is going to be viable with Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, and Sean McVay. You add in Allen Robinson, who I think is going to have a huge year for the Rams. I think that Buffalo could be the better team by the end of the season. When they get healthy, they get rolling. But I'm worried about Buffalo's offensive line. They have two guys who I covered last year on that Mm -hmm. offensive line in Roger Saffold and David Questenberry. David Questenberry is a sieve. He was the worst starting uh, offensive tackle in the NFL last year. So I think that while Josh Allen is an absolute freak and he was my pick for MVP, I'm on that national media train, I guess. He is my pick for MVP. I think that they're maybe putting a little too much on his plate with the offensive line that they've assembled in Buffalo. Now, of course, there's the Vaughn Miller factor. I'm sure he's going to want to come out there and against his former team, you know, make a few plays, and he very well make a few plays. But if I got to, you know, put my pick out there and I got to trust somebody tonight, I am going with Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay, and the Rams. I think some of their deficiencies right now compared to some of Buffalo's deficiencies right now, I I trust the Rams to overcome those a little bit. Uh, more right now in Week 1, even if later in the season I picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl over Los Angeles because I think by the end of the season, those deficiencies for Buffalo will be cleaned up in a way that will make them a better football team. But tonight, Week One, first game of the year, give me the defending Super yeah. Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams.
1: Yeah, and, and listen, because it's Week 1, and again, because it's like the real first, you know, preseason game going into 2022, anything can happen. You know, anything's possible. We saw the teams that you and I cover match up in week one last year and the Cardinals put (laughs) up a 40-burger on Tennessee. Tennessee ended up being the one seed of the AFC. So there's really not like a, oh, this is the future. There's 16 more games. But tonight, I feel like you got to trust Old Faithful. And I feel like Old Faithful right now is the Rams, even though, um, you know, the Bills were a better team last year, week one through week 18. I just feel like Cooper Cup, Played a hits, Allen Robinson. Uh, I feel like the uh, and listen. I don't know. You can check out Joe Marino locked on locked on Bills, but like mm-hmm. is like Gabe Davis had a Matt Flynn playoff in the week seventeen that Matt Flynn had as a Green Bay Packer. I know the game didn't matter when he was playing with Green Bay, and he parlayed that into two pretty big contracts at the time in Seattle and then with the Raiders. Is Gabe Davis gonna be able to do it again? Like, come on. Like, we haven't seen anything from him. And then he ends up being the darling in the playoffs and down the stretch. Like, I'm going with history as opposed to a couple games in the playoffs when people were severely um, you know, over severely shadowing Stephon Diggs, who probably yielded what Gabe Davis was able to put up. He's a talented wide receiver, but I don't mm-hmm. know if he's a bona fide wide receiver too on the high powered offense that the Bills have for the for the, you know, entirety of a season. So that's another question mark we'll see. I'm taking Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson and Matthew Stafford over the skilled position players in Buffalo. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's going to be interesting and we're going to find out so much more, as you mentioned about both of these teams as the year progresses, but
0: right now in a
1: vacuum, I think we're in agreement.
0: Yep, going with the Los Angeles Rams here. But with that in mind, we are going to transition with it being the first game of the season. We got to get our division predictions on wax. Who's going to win the AFC divisions? Who's going to win the NFC divisions? We're going to break it down for you before we do. Want to let you guys know about one of our friends. In the sponsorship uh, sponsorship game, and that is Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can b- book any car you want, whatever you want, from a community of local hosts—basically, regular people just like you and me—host their vehicle for you, and you, as a guest, can take advantage of a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or any budget across the U.S., Canada. And the UK, you can book a spacious SUV or a minivan for your family road trip. You can get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget just to get from A to B. Test drive that new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on and see if it does fit your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Ditch the boring rental car and find your drive at Turo.com.
1: We made it. Like, can we kumbaya for a second here? Alex Clancy, Tyler Roland? he... Is the host of Locked on Titans. I'm the host of Locked on Cardinals. Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcast on YouTube for both of us as well. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day. Once again, free and available on all platforms and on um YouTube. Like, let's just take a second here. The off-season doesn't exist for the NFL. We know that. Especially with, you know, uh the off-season starting with free agency, and then you know, we got the draft and everything, and then there's like two weeks of some twiddling and then it's back in as potent as ever but we made it collectively we did it and tonight there's a massive game with some implications i mean you look at both of those teams the rams and the uh and and the bills both playing in tough divisions the afc east is probably tougher now than it has been since 2000 right. when tom brady came in you know so really mm-hmm. with miami's emergence and the jets can't get worse and, you know, you know, it's it's going to be really interesting to see what comes out of that division. But we're going to start with the NFC here. We are the last podcast before football. So we get to give the last word on what we think the division winners will look like. Let's start with the NFC. Um, I Let's go division by division rapid fire, okay? So let's start with the NFC East. The NFC East, uh, <laughs> Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Commanders. Listen, there's a lot of buzz around the Eagles this year. The Cowboys have regressed a little bit, you know, losing Amari Cooper, et cetera. I'm still taking Dallas. And the reason why I'm taking Dallas is I don't trust Jalen Hurts yet. I know they acquired A.J. Brown, but that looks more of like an Eagles. What it's been with the Eagles is they have 14 running backs and they're going to run the rock. They're going to throw the ball to Dallas Goddard. They're going to throw the ball to Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, but I still feel like it's a run-first offense in some capacity. So with Dallas, I think Dak Prescott is going to have a breakout year. They're going to utilize Ezekiel Elliott. They're going to play the hits. The offensive line is taking a step back, especially with Tyron Smith, being out till December it seems like. But I still trust the Cowboys more than I trust Washington, definitely the Giants, and, and the Eagles at this point.
0: Man, I, I I disagree. I'm taking Philadelphia. Yep. I, I do think that we're going to see a little bit of a change in their offense because I don't think that they have right now running backs that you can have a run-first offense with. Kenny Gainwell uh, and Miles Sanders is always hurt. Uh, I, I just don't know. They you know picked up Trey Sermon as well. There's some rumors out there they might trade for Kareem Hunt. If they traded for Kareem Hunt, then yeah, I would buy into that. But I think they're going to throw the ball a little bit more, and I think they should. With AJ Brown, with Devont- De- Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, I don't think that Jalen Hurts is all of a sudden an elite quarterback. But I don't see why Jalen Hurts can't be as good as Dak Prescott. I don't see why Jalen Hurts can't be uh, a Jimmy Garoppolo with with more legs. You know what? I, I I believe in Philly. I think they have a good offensive line. I think now they have a great cast of weapons. I think that the defense is solid. Um, I like what they've added in the secondary. Uh, and then you add Jordan Davis up front, N'Kobe Dean behind him. I, I just really like everything that Philadelphia has done this offseason. The trade for A.J. Brown was an absolute slam dunk steal. Yeah. Howie Roseman should be in jail for theft on that one. So I, I just love what Philadelphia has done. I think that they are far and away more talented than Dallas's roster, um, especially with some of the issues. I mean, Dallas's starting left tackle is a guy that the Eagles haven't wanted for a few years. Yeah. So, I I just think what makes Dallas competitive has fallen off. And I just love what the Eagles have done. So, I'll go with the Eagles. Moving forward to the next division, though, for me in the NFC is the NFC North. And there's some buzz right now about Minnesota and about, you know, Kevin O'Connell and the new system there. But I got to tell you, Alex, I'm going back to your fa- just your favorite NFL player of all time, Aaron Rodgers. I know that he lost Devontae Adams, but I trust in the defensive personnel. I still like what they have pass-catching-wise in Green Bay to be solid and run the ball. I'm going with Green Bay again. I don't think Minnesota's offensive line is anywhere close to playoff-worthy or win the division-worthy. So, NFC North, I'm going Green Bay. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota.
1: I mean, I said this in our group I- chat today. This in our group chat today, you know, ayahuasca's favorite sons time might have run out. You know, I, I feel like with with Aaron Rodgers, and I get it, he's top three quarterback in the league year in and year out. I understand it. Um, yeah. top their one. receivers yeah. aren't necessarily ready to play yet, and it's not so much like if they brought in veteran receivers, I'd have a different stance on this. You know, you have Romeo, right. yeah, you, you have Mr. Romeo, Christian Watson, who may be ready for week one. Alan Lazard, who has never been more than a wide receiver three. Randall Cobb, who can't stay healthy. And you can only game plan to throw the ball to the backfield to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon so much. And I know Robert Tunyon is uncertain for week one. He'll probably be a standout tight end, you'd think, once he's healthy after, after the knee injury last season. What Minnesota needed was a 2022 NFL head coach. That's what they've needed. Because we talk about this a lot on this show. They can put up a 40-burger any game. You don't know when it's going to be, but they can put up a 40-burger any game, and then you could see Kirk Cousins throw 9 for 14 for 113 yards, and they lose. I feel like this is not going to be a Dalvin Cook run-first team anymore. I think they're going to huck it. I think they're going to huck it. I think Kirk Cousins can huck it with some of the best of them. He's going to kill you, but he can win regular season games, and that's what this conversation is about. So I'm taking Minnesota. They have Green Bay's never, They're never afraid of Green Bay. Ever, ever, ever afraid of Green Bay. And I'll tell you what, Detroit's going to piss some people off this year too. They're not going to win a lot of games, but they're going to be an annoyance. And you're not going to want to go to play Detroit in Detroit. You're just not going to want to do it. So we disagree there. You take Green Bay, safe choice. I'll take Minnesota because I think it's the year that Kirk really earns his money. And they've got the weapons. Adam Thielen, still one of the more underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Go to the NFC South. We'll finish with the home cooking for me, the NFC West, last. NFC South, it's Tampa Bay's division to lose. Yeah. Their line is maybe the, on paper could potentially be the worst that be. Bar, you know, with injuries that Tom Brady's seen in a long time. But they still have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Gronk will yeah. be back at some point. You know, They've got everybody. They've got all the offensive weapons. And they've added Russell Gage, who's a fantasy football darling this year. You know, New Orleans is going to make a stink, okay? Yeah. They're going to piss some people off also in a better version than Detroit. Their defense is good. We'll see if Dennis Allen can be a head coach, you know. But I just think this is – Atlanta is going to be terrible. And, and I think that Carolina is going to be terrible also. So Tampa Bay is probably going to win 10 or 11 games. They may not get a top seed. They may be the third or fourth seed, but – I still think that it's that no doesn't.
0: It. Yeah, they'll get in the tournament. Uh, going to I, I'm just with you there. It's Tampa Bay in the South. Going to the West, where I think it's much more interesting. Uh, I am gonna I am gonna go with the Rams. I, I just trust what they're doing. I think that Seattle got worse. Uh, I don't trust Arizona and Cliff Kingsbury late in the season to play their best football. And it really came down to me: Do I think it's going to be Los Angeles, or do I think it's going to be San Francisco? And I just don't trust Trey Lance. And the fact that they didn't get rid of Jimmy G, Trey Lance is always going to have him behind him, looking over his shoulder. And we've already heard reports that Trey Lance is bothered by the fact that Jimmy G is still there. So if it's already in his head, wait until he throws three interceptions in a big game against the Cardinals or the Rams. And now the crowd is chanting, Jimmy, Jimmy. Then how much is it going to be in his head? Is he going to be able to shake that? Just don't like the vibes in, in San Francisco. I think they have a good year, 10 and 7. Uh, nine and eight, something like that. They're fighting for a playoff spot because I like the roster, but I don't have faith in Trey Lance and the whole situation in San Francisco to give them a shot over the Rams. So I'm just sticking with the Super Bowl champs, but that's the division that you cover uh, pretty much every day. So quickly here, I I mean, am I wrong with anything? How do you see it? No, it'll be the Rams. I mean, because the Rams off seasons are as if
1: they won two games the year before. They won the Super Bowl and they went out and got Bobby Wagner. They won the Super Bowl. They went out and got Allen Robinson. They're constantly improving, constantly evolving, and constantly just trying to make the best team possible. F them picks, man. I mean, that's where they're at. There's there's a shelf life for this, but for now it's really fun. They lost Von Miller. They had Von Miller for half a year. They had Odell Beckham for half a year. You know, like it's they lost pieces, but, you know, replicating those pieces, that's what the Rams do. It's going to be the Rams. And remember, the – NFC West plays the AFC West. Okay. You want to put Trey Lance up against those four powerhouses? I think it'd be like, we'll see what happens. San Francisco has the opportunity to have the most regression from last year to this year, not named Seattle. Of the top three teams who didn't lose their start quarterback, be really interested to see, but I'm taking the Rams too. We'll pivot to the AFC next. Mm -hmm. There are legitimately (laughs) 13 playoff teams in the AFC, 12. Yeah. And. Mm -hmm. They're a weak division, so a couple teams that shouldn't necessarily be in the playoffs are going to be because they're going to win their division. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be fun. Alex, Hensi, Tyler, Roll Roll on next Locked on NFL Thursday.
0: All right, Alex. It is time. We have covered... Thursday night football kickoff to the season. We have covered our NFC divisional picks. Now we got to get into the AFC, and by God, like you mentioned, it is a bloodbath in the AFC trying to pick playoff teams. It's, it's just insane. Uh, I'll get it going, and I'll start with the home cooking because um, I'm going to surprise you. AFC South. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. I uh, as a person who covers the Titans on Locked on Titans Monday through Friday your team every day. I've had the Titans at 10 and 7 winning the division pretty much all all season. Ever since I saw the draft and free agency, that and the schedule came out in May, I said all right, 10 and 7 Titans win the division. But with the reports about the Titans offensive line, with the reports about the Titans pass catching group that I've witnessed and then with the Harold Landry injury that happened uh, a week ago, um I just think there's been enough regression in Tennessee and Harold Landry and AJ Brown being gone for the season for different reasons. I think it's just taken too much away along with how much better other teams have gotten. So Indy didn't get a whole lot better in my opinion, but they don't have someone who's going to steer the ship into the rocks. You know, they're not going to it's not going to drive the ice or the Titanic into the iceberg. I don't think that Indy is going to make noise in the playoffs and be a real Super Bowl contender. But I think that they have a good roster. They have an easier schedule. And I think some of the regression from Tennessee and Matt Ryan just being a steady hand, even though he's not quite the player he used to be, I think that's enough for Indy to get to 10-7. and 7, And I think 10-7 and 7 wins the AFC South. And sadly, after the Harold Landry injury, it was just uh, too many straws on the camel's back. I'm going to go with Indianapolis, winning the South, even though it does pain me to say it as a lifelong Tennessee Titans fan, I have to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to take Tennessee. And, and there's a couple of reasons why. Like, all of your points are valid. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan has had elite talent pretty much his entire career as a, as a quarterback. Okay? Yeah. He's had elite talent. I mean, having Julio Jones for a decade, very few quarterbacks have had a wide receiver like that for that long of the time, and he didn't use him properly. Had Calvin Ridley, okay. Had Roddy. What like he's had? Yeah. He had guys. The defense wasn't always great. Weapons. They had little to no run game. I know. I know they worked Done for a bit. I you think know, it might have been before Matt. Devonta
0: Freeman got a big contract right. there, so he was pretty right. solid with Kyle right. Shanahan, for, I believe, for like eighteen
1: games. You know, right. Right, when he was right, a stud. Right. You know, they had Steven Jackson, who was on his last leg. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan Tannehill has that juice. He was never supposed to be what he is now. He was never supposed to be. That looked like a bad move. What, they trade a second round pick for him for him to back up Mariota Oof. and fourth? And that took about three and a half minutes before they realized who the best quarterback <laughs> was. I know Mariota got hurt. Like I know there were other there were other. It things was the right happened. move either way. Yeah, but what he's done is put the Tennessee Titans on the map for the last handful of years. Derrick Henry, absolutely part of that. But they always they haven't had elite talent there aside from Derrick Henry, like elite top of the line talent. Ryan Tannehill has just found ways to win games and Matt Ryan has found ways to lose games more than not. So I'm going with the quarterback, even though the defense is secondary to Indies, who's a top five, who's a top five unit this year. I don't think that people realize how defenses can scheme for Jonathan Taylor now. And then Matt Ryan's going to be your dude. And they his wide receiver. One is Michael Pittman. Right? Like, that's not like the greatest situation. I know he's a rising star. I know we had flashes last yeah. year with Carson Wentz. What's outside I'm, of
0: Pittman, though? I get I get that right. critique.
1: I'm taking with what I've seen before, mm-hmm. which is Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and their slew of running backs behind Derrick Henry. I know Derrick Henry's 28. I know Ryan Tannehill doesn't have the peak that Matt Ryan may have with the opposing op- with, with the Colts offense. I'm still taking right. what I've seen and what I saw go into Baltimore and beat Lamar Jackson. I'm taking that. Over yeah. over the Colts.
0: All right, let's well, roll Let's on get here. this one out of the way. Buffalo. Yeah, we both agree on Buffalo, right? I mean, Miami yeah. could be good. New England could be okay, but Buffalo's winning that one. Uh, I th- I think that's that uh that's probably an agreement between us. I think the one that's most interesting is the AFC West. I'm gonna do mine quickly. I just believe in Patrick Mahomes, I mm-hmm. believe in Andy Reid, I believe in what they're doing there. I know that the the Chargers are sexy, I know that Russ is now with Denver. I know that the Raiders were a playoff team last year, but I'm going with Kansas City. Until somebody knocks them off out of that div- top spot in the division, I'm going to keep picking Kansas City. So that's my yeah. that's pick there.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I'm picking Kansas City also. It's going to be just like the AFC East. There are seven potential playoff teams in those two divisions alone. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. means two of them probably won't make it because the other two division winners. Like, if you tell me New England – and Miami and Buffalo make the playoffs. Would you be shocked? It wouldn't be insane, no. I mean, and they'd probably be lower tier, but yeah, no, and I agree. I'm taking the Chiefs. Right. I'm taking the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. You know why? Because until it's not, it is. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. Last year was a one-off. What, yep. what Patrick Mahomes did against Baltimore with 15 seconds left, that's Patrick Mahomes. I don't care who's wearing who's wearing the wide receiver jerseys. They're gonna be just fine. I agree. Now the AMC North is super interesting. Yes. Because it's like, do you believe that Joe Burrow can get sacked as much as he did and still make the Super Bowl? Like, getting sacked eight times in a playoff game and winning is unbelievable. Nine. Nine.
0: And, I'm still hurt.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson was having his best career – his best year last year before everybody – before he got hurt, players got hurt. I feel like nowadays – there's a shelf life on the way that the Ravens win football games. Yes. And it's getting more and more. You're, you're seeing iceberg straight ahead a little bit more quickly than you were two years ago. You can have JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards and Mike and, and Mike Davis and Lamar Jackson in an offensive line. But if you don't have guys, when you're down 17 going into the second half, like, I still don't trust Lamar Jackson to be able to do it. Mark Andrews, potentially the best tight end in the game right now. But I just don't see it. Having said that, I trust Lamar Jackson over anybody else in that division. So I'm taking the Ravens, even though conventional wisdom would be to take Cincinnati, I'm taking the Ravens.
0: I love it. We can end on an agreement. I'm with the Ravens. I think that the Ravens get back to their physical Smash Mouth style of running. They have a lot of good tight ends this year. And Boyle, obviously, Andrews, their new rookie, Isaiah Likely, who yep. I think isn't as likely to make an impact early on as people think. But eventually, he will. Uh, he's basically, he ate he a few too a wide many meals and he's too. a tight end. Yeah, exactly. He is more of a wide receiver right now than he is an actual tight end. So uh, that's something I'm keeping in the back of my mind, but I, I, I trust Baltimore system. I trust Lamar Jackson. I like the Bengals. I think they're going to be a playoff team. But I'm going with the Ravens to get back on top with their physical brand of football and, and uh, just a modicum, a modicum of health this year compared to last year. So I, I'm with you there on Baltimore. But that is our official division predictions. We went through the NFC, went through the AFC We talked about tonight's game. Ladies and gentlemen, football is back. Make sure you stay locked in to the Locked On NFL podcast Monday through Friday, breaking down all of the biggest stories in the NFL for free on all platforms. Chris Carter and your boy Q are going to be with you guys tomorrow to get you ready for the rest of the weekend of football. That's going to do it for me and Alex today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Stay safe out there. and Have a good one.